isn't it? It's a privilege to be a part of this great church. I am uh, happy to be here. Um, thank you to Christian for introducing the message for me because uh, that's taken some of my time. That's helped me with my time. So, uh, so that's good. What a, what a great series we're in at the moment, our vision series. Let me just encourage you, and uh, as Christian did say, we've been in this series for about three weeks. If you've not been here and you're a part of Arena Church, it's vital that you go back and take a listen to the messages that have been spoken because these, these messages are going to be vital to what happens in Arena Church this year. We believe that God is calling us to stand out and shine as a church. And I believe as a result of that, that your friends, your fam, uh, families, your work colleagues are going to be sat next to you at the end of this year in church. That's what I'm believing for. Anyone else? Anyone with me? Good. That's good. So as Christian mentioned this morning, we're going to be speaking about stand out and shine with integrity. But first of all, let's read this verse. I'm going to read it in my Bible because it's a bit small on the screen there. Our key verse for the series is this. Do we start at verse 14, Olivia? Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Neither I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. I just encourage you in this series, when we're going through this series of Stand Out and Shine, Make this verse live in your heart. Write in your phones, write a notepad next to your bed, whatever you need to do to get this verse into your heart and life. As Christian already said, I'm going to be speaking on integrity this morning, the whole idea of integrity. So we're just going to move on. And we're going to move across to Matthew 7. And I'm reading the message, so it's probably best if you've not got the message version to follow me on the screen. The words will be up. And it says this, Matthew 7 verse 13 says this, Don't look for shortcuts to God. The market is flooded with surefire, easygoing formulas for a successful life that can be practiced in your spare time. Don't fall for that stuff, even though crowds of people do. The way to life, to God, is vigorous and requires total attention. Be wary of false preachers who smile a lot, dripping with practiced sincerity. Chances are they're out to rip you off in some way or other. Don't be impressed with charisma. Look for character. Who preachers are is the main thing, not what they say. A genuine leader will never exploit your emotions or your pocketbook. These diseased trees with their bad apples are going to be chopped down and burned. Knowing the correct password, saying master, master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. What is required is serious obedience, doing what my father wills. I can see it now at the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me and saying, Master, we preached the message, we bashed the demons, and God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. And you know what I'm going to say to them? You missed the boat. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. You're out of here. These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homo, and your improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words. Words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. 
When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. When Jesus concluded his address, the crowds burst into applause. They had never heard teaching like this. It was apparent that he was living everything he was saying. Quite a contrast to their religion teachers. This was the best teaching they had ever heard. This was the best teaching they had ever heard. Now, I'm going to park that verse for just a minute. And I want to give you an insight, a little bit of an insight into my life. Is that okay? Into my character. Something that people close to me will know about me is that I'm a, I'm a guy who either loves something or I hate something. Like, there's, no, there's not much middle ground for me in a lot of areas. And this manifests itself in different ways. So, for example, I love chips. Like, I'm crazy about chips. Like, I don't mind if they're thin, if they're homemade, if they're fat, if they're fries, curly fries. I'm crazy about chips. Like, I'm mad about chips. I love chips. I hate vegetables, though. <laughs> like, please do not, if I come to your house for tea, like, if I was Jesus, I was like, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house for tea. I'd be like, don't cook vegetables because I won't be eating them. I'm sorry, it's just where I'm at. It's just who I am. A Sunday dinner for me consists of uh, probably chips and egg or chips and scampi. Sorry, it just is what it is. Uh, This manifests itself in different ways throughout my life. When me and Helen are watching TV, for example, I say, we're watching a TV called The Jump at the moment. Anyone watching The Jump? Okay, not many people, just me. Uh, Just me, yeah, it's, it's probably on some obscure channel, but the jump, I love the jump, if you've not watched the jump, catch up with it, because it's brilliant, but I, I was sat there the other day, I was like, Helen, I love this program, like, this is my favorite program, it's just what I do, the only problem is with that, that I've said that about three different programs over three different weeks, it's just who I am, I, in this time, is the jump my favorite program, yes it is, next week, will there be a new favorite program, probably, it's just how I am. A bit of a running joke with the Universal and the TMP team at the moment is that, I mean, look, I love the Bible. I'm crazy about the Bible. And what, how it works with me is that, you know, Christian might preach on, a, preach on a verse or I might read a verse in my Bible. And that verse will like maybe consume me for a few days or it just lives in me for a week or two weeks or whatever. And that verse is my favorite verse for that time. So, so what happens is sometimes I go to a, a team meeting or I, I preach and I message. I'm like, this is my favorite Bible verse. The only problem is I've said that about four other Bible verses again over the last few months. Oh, this is my, who says I can only have one anyway? Who's limiting me? You know, I, I, I'm joking. You see, this is, these are small instances, but they actually relate to a bigger problem. You see, every time I say that, this is my favorite TV program. Every time that I say that this is my favorite Bible verse, actually, the weight of those words decreases. The power in those words, the authority in those words decreases every time I say that because actually I lose. The, p- people know that actually Josh, this isn't just Josh's favorite verse because he told me that last week. See, the authority decreases. The, the power of those words decreases just is what it is. See, when I was thinking about this subject of integrity, I feel like we do this in church. I feel like we do this in our lives. I feel like we do this as Christians. How many times do we tell people that I'm going to pray for you and then we walk away and forget? How many times do we stand in church and suddenly say, Jesus, I'll follow you anywhere. Jesus with everything. 
And then on Monday morning, we can't even follow him to our Bibles. Am I standing here saying that I'm perfect and we're perfect? No, I've been tripped up by these things many times. And this morning, I believe God wants to show us how we can live with integrity from his word. I believe I want to go on a journey of integrity. See, we make statements that lack authority because we haven't got the action to back them up. And these statements lack authority because they have no integrity. They have no integrity. See, the the very definition of integrity is honesty and upright living. Also, it's being whole or undivided. So when I say something and don't do it, I am actually not living in integrity. I'm being dishonest. Now, how many times do we say, uh, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Oh, he's the Prince of Peace. But actually, in our lives, we're restless and we're broken. How many times do we say, Jesus is the hope of the world. But we live our lives as if we've got no hope. How many times do we say, we have a faith in Jesus, but we're scared of what tomorrow might bring. I just wonder if the reason that our friends, our families, our work colleagues aren't following us into church, aren't asking us about our faith because the statements we make don't line up with the lives that we live. Is that the reason? This morning, you see, I don't want to trick you into believing this morning the question is how do we get integrity? I don't want you to ask, how do we get integrity? I don't want you walking out of here saying, how do I get integrity? The question to ask is, how do we live like Jesus? See, we, we don't preach on these subjects just to add these subjects to our life alone to make another checklist. We do this so we can live like Jesus and live a life for Jesus. So please don't go walking out of this place this morning saying, how do I live with integrity? Ask, ask the question, how do I live like Jesus? We'll move on. Now, this great passage of scripture I read, I know it's waiting, I know it's a little bit long, but I just feel it encapsulates everything we're talking about this morning. And right at the end of it, 